we're all protecting you. We have, we have all protected, protected you. you. About my marriage? About what you told us about your marriage. With the mostest? We're not dressed for this. I don't need to be around me. Let me tell you something. The only thing. If I want to see that, what a road is. I'm not really sure what I've done to you, Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Hot and Bravo podcast on the Buttered Pop Network. It is time for our ladies in NYC to give us the most outstanding, possibly one of the most like top five episodes in my life I've seen of Real Housewives New York. Top five all time. It's up there, Eddie. I'd have to think about my list, but it's flirting with it. The, like, okay, this is literally matching Scary Island for me almost. That's, not as much. That's the thing. Not that caliber. Look, it could be that caliber. I just need to think about it. I don't want to be a prisoner of the moment. I don't want to be overreactionary. I need to sit with it. But I have to say, it's in contention. It's making me think about it. From beginning to end, this was incredible. Okay, so first things first, this is Armin. I'm Eddie. We did not even introduce first ourselves. First things first. This is who we are. This is who we are. Let's You're make our introductions. This is New York. Um, this is the episode where they are still in Miami. Um, this is after the night of the big party that Ramona threw where, you know, her ex-husband and her new man were there. Tinsley met a man. Uh, Barbara, I guess, made out with someone because I guess she always, like, secretly makes out with someone. She's the Jordan Veroy of New York. Uh Dorinda gave a trolley toast. She did. Ramona, yeah, and Ramona didn't. Oh, who, I don't even remember where Luann was, but I remember where Luann was in this episode. How can you forget? But it all starts with Bethany talking to Sonia because Sonia, again, was um, very drunk for the second night in row in Miami. Um, she broke a glass and, you know, Bethany is like... Almost sent her foot through a glass table, which actually would be disastrous. Yeah, it's like... Like, that's frightening. It's terrifying. But we love you, Sons. I mean, but I've done the same thing. Um, <laughs> and I mean... Doesn't justify it. <laughs> it Everything just, you've done, Eddie, doesn't justify other people repeating those same things. I mean, you know, life is life. So I'm a Sonia. My roommate, Kelsey, has... Sonia. Sonia. I had some Sonia moments um, this weekend at Pride for sure. Hey, you live, you love, you drink, <laughs> you learn. What is? What did Dorinda say? Write it. it. Regret it, read it, forget it. Something like that. Say it, forget it. Say it, forget it, write it, regret it. You know, it doesn't make sense either way. It does make sense. Because if you say something, you can forget it. But if you write something down, you're going to regret it because it's always going to be there. Interesting. That's what it meant. I get I get Dorinda. I speak drunk. Um, <laughs> Sonia was saying she was just doing it to be funny and dramatic, which is not true. Um, but Actually, I believe that. I buy it. I think when Sonia's drunk, she does like to be the comedian of the group. But I do agree. I do agree with Ramona that if she would have had like one less drink, it wouldn't have been that crazy. Exactly. Um, uh, which is why she's got to watch the drinks. I mean, that's why Bethany wants her to go to AA. And Ramona's like, I'm fine. I have my life. I put it together. But when I come to party, I come to party. Which honestly, that's an excuse I use. That's an excuse. Kyle Cook uses on Summer House. <laughs> Lisa Renna uses on Beverly Hills. Like when I'm going to drink, I'm going to drink. Like I don't drink all the time. I'm not like, 
you know, someone who's like having a glass of wine with dinner or like having a beer every day. Like that's not me. But when I go to a party, like when I go to pride, I'm going because I want to drink. Like I'm not going to like, I'm not going to go always overboard, but I'm going to like have maybe one more than I should because I want to enjoy myself. Hell yeah. Of course. But they're looking out for Sonia because Sonia isn't having a few more. Sonia isn't just getting super wasted. She's getting super wasted and putting herself in dangerous positions. And if you're a good friend, you're going to look out for your homie in that situation. I mean, true. I mean, that's so true. Like, if she's Come she's on. putting herself in precarious situations. She fell on the glass table. Like, I mean, I I don't think it means she needs to go to AA and I feel like that was the wrong decision because Bethany was like okay Luann's already going to AA you should just go with her I feel like it was kind of like that and I think it was the accessibility of yeah I don't think Bethany was saying you need to go to AA I think she that's what I was saying I think because Luann was going to AA she was like you should just go with her and see yeah and Sonia's been against this because Luann by the way there shouldn't be be a stigma on AA no there's no problem with going to AA there's no problem going to meeting at all but Sonia doesn't want to go because she knows how it affects her and she doesn't want to go with Luann because she feels like Luann's going to be very condescending there we'll find we'll talk about more of this later because we will get to that because that is a whole other beast um, but Sonia goes with Luann. Yeah. Because as we know, Sonia has always said, Bethany is her mentor. She yeah. looks up to Bethany. And so if Bethany says, Bethany says, go to AA, you go to AA. Yeah. Um, but then Bethany's giving advice to another friend of the housewife. Well, a friend of the housewife. And that is Barbara. Um, you know, Barbara was like, I was going to talk to you guys about this tonight at dinner, but I guess now's as good time as ever. She's like, I'm upset. I feel alone. Like, I'm no one likes me. No one's asking me how I am. No one's, you know, on my side. You know, all you guys do is, you know, talk about Luann. And she's like, you know, I'm close with her, but it's kind of bugging me the way she's acting. And Bethany goes, you know what, Barbara? Why don't you put on your uh, boxing gloves and step into the ring? And maybe you'll get, if you get in the game, then you'll kind of fit in a little bit better. And I'm happy to say Barbara took the advice and I really liked Barbara this episode. Like I never have not liked Barbara. I think she's like very interesting. I just feel like she hasn't meshed well with the group. You and Camille said something really interesting about Barbara that she would mesh well with. uh, I actually feel like she would work on the New Jersey cast pretty well uh, because New Jersey can be low key for long stretches and it's more about like the in-between moments. But Roni is so like fast paced and comedic, but it doesn't seem like Barbara has that same comedic bone, but maybe she's more funny in a natural state. Whereas Roni, it's about quips. It's about the turn of phrases. Barbara doesn't seem to have that quickness about her, um, but maybe she would work on her, on New Jersey and she kind of has this like New Jersey flavor to her, but Either way, she actually has a long history with this group. She has just seemed disengaged. I had another theory about her. What's this theory? She has been disengaged because she's either been with Lou and has been clinging to Lou, or when she's not around Lou and she's around the group without Lou, they are all just talking trash about Lou, and she doesn't want to do that, at least up until now. So she just like shuts off and powers down. So that's why she has like not really been like talkative or communicating or like in the flow of things because when everyone is banding against one person and you don't want to because that's your ally, 
then you're kind of, you are isolated for sure. Um, and that's why we'll see once Barbara and the rest of the ladies found their common enemy, suddenly they had like this bond yeah. and the chemistry was, you know, Str- on 10 out of 10. Exactly. It was on fire. But, um, you know, up until now, obviously that wasn't the case. That wasn't the situation. But I loved this meta moment because Bethany was clearly giving her reality TV advice. Yeah. She's like, you're on the show. You're this on the is show. what you need to do. Get in the game. Right. Because it's a little bit of a different dynamic when you're on TV. Clearly. Clearly. And it, I mean, and it's a little bit of a different dynamic when you're in such like a, a huge, like a known ensemble group on a mm-hmm. show. Like. You got to play the game or you're going to get lost in the crowd. And honestly, proud of Tinsley for doing that too, which we'll get out at the dinner. Cause I thought Tinsley, you know, everyone's like, Oh, Tinsley's like, you know, same storyline, blah, 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 blah. But I'm really liking this new kind of like single Tinsley. Like we got, we're done with the Scott stuff. Like for the most part, it's been one episode. I need I've, to see a little more, but she was excellent. She was this episode. excellent. She was, um, I'll give it to her. Speaking of, uh, Tinsley, Bethany also helps her out because, this is this is way after, but Bethany like texts the man for her and basically gets her a date. And this guy's like, I want to get a low down drink later. And Bethany's like, oh, no, okay, this is what you got to say to him. This is what you got to do. And basically like sets up a date for Tinsley, which I thought was a really cute moment. Like it's 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 nice to see the ladies fight. It's nice to see all the drama, but it's good like, when you see them like helping each other out to like, you know, she was really excited and Bethany was really excited for her. And I thought. You know, those are the kind of cute moments that I that Tinsley's there for because she is kind of the little sister of the group. So it's like Bethany, the big sister, being like, no, you don't know how to talk to boys. Let me show you. Let me get you this date. I loved it. It's funny because this little interaction seems inconsequential in the moment. But in my opinion, Bethany and Tinsley having uh, these couple bonding moments, you know, at the party when she introduces Tinsley to the guy and then here texting the guy for her. In my opinion, those moments inform the end of this episode mm-hmm. and the explosive eruption from Bethany, which is triggered by Tinsley getting insulted by Luann, right? Which, would that would that have triggered Bethany the same way if Bethany and Tinsley didn't have like the these couple moments of getting closer? Because historically they're not very close. No, they aren't. But I, I do think this would have, moment would have happened regardless of who Luann did this to. I think Bethany had just reached her boiling point with Luann, which right. we will get into. So Sonia and Luann went to AA and they're coming back and Sonia's trying to talk to Luann in the car and being like, you know, it's hard for me to go to this. I hate seeing this. I hate hearing the stories. It makes me so sad. Like, I just keep replaying these stories in my mind and I can't let them go. She's an empathetic person. Like, she understands other people's emotions. When she hears someone's story, she feels for them. It upsets her. It makes her hurt. Luann could care less. Luann's in her own world. She's like, oh, okay, that's enough. That's enough. Like, <laughs> And it's like, Sonia's trying to have a conversation with you about how she feels because of the AA that you essentially dragged her to. Like, regardless, you're the one who insinuated she needed to go and then agreed with Bethany when Bethany said it the day after. Like, you're the one who wanted her to go with you and then you're not responding to her in the car or anything like that. And so they get to the pool where everyone's at. Yeah. And Sonia has a breakdown. Full blown breakdown. Full blown breakdown. Just talking about she's so upset. It's hard going to AA because it reminds her, you know, of the subway because she sees all the sad people on the subway and she doesn't know what to do with their stories. And And then she relates it back to herself, which I think is actually the real crux of all this. I don't know how much of this has to do with her 
high degree of empathy. You know, I don't know if she's like a full empath to, to that extent. I think a part of it is her confronting her own sadness and her own issues. So when she sees it kind of in other people, um, it, it kind of digs up her own demons. Because when you really start to see the breakdown unfold, it becomes about her, her daughter, her ex-husband growing old, um, her own loneliness, as she said, and how she's feeling so overwhelmed. So I think it really triggered, And it was, I think, her own mortality in a sense. And it was those stories that really hurt her, the people who were like going from city to city yep. or who were living on the streets, who were by themselves and didn't have anyone. She's afraid that might be her. It doesn't have to do with her drinking. It has to do with, like you said, her mortality, this fear of being alone. Luann does not get it. And Luann is just kind of doing things. She's like, so are we going to the beach still? What are we doing for lunch? Are we going to the pool? Could not care less that Sonia is going through this emotional breakdown, which if you're a friend of someone, I would have been like everyone else. Okay. We need to calm you down. Like this is going, but Sonia does the best read of Luann always. She goes, yeah, Luann loves getting up there and telling her story. Like it's another cabaret. Like AA is another cabaret. And low key. I think that's true. I think Luann, even though it is court mandated, I feel like that is the biggest read because I feel like when Sonia was trying to have a conversation with it afterwards, Luann was like, oh, no, no, I already did my cabaret. I already put on the show. We're done. This is over. I already did AA, which is me telling my story. Whereas Sonia, it affected emotionally and physically. She's having a nervous breakdown because of what happened. That's when someone who is in AA and understands that you have to support people, be a sponsor for someone, be there emotionally... That's not being a good part of the community by letting your friend have an emotional breakdown because she wasn't having a breakdown before. I've held myself together in yeah. situations. <laughs> and then once the moment hits, I've been bawling, upset, crybaby, disaster. You've seen it. Yes, I have. And that's a total bullshit um, excuse from excuse Luann. Human beings are complex. We hold many different emotions within us at once. And so for Luann to act like uh, Sonia's breakdown was all a ruse because moments before she was fine. Well, that's sometimes how it works. You know, you're fine and then you're not fine. Mm -hmm. So just because Sonia wasn't exhibiting those signs to you in the car. Doesn't mean that they weren't there. Doesn't mean that they weren't there. And by the way, oh, she was showing the signs. Remember what I was saying when we were watching on the car ride? I was like, Oh, Sonia's messed up by this. Yeah, she is, you like, said that. Super messed up. I she, kept saying because she couldn't stop talking about it. Yeah, and she was like, "No, no, these things get me." Like it, it was subtle. It was in the subtext, but I could read it through the TV. I could read it. And we'll get into this, but Sonia does call out Luann on this, um, right? Because after this, Luann, everyone is like, "Okay, Sonia had a meltdown. We should just leave. Let's leave yeah, this let's hotel. Go let's go back to somewhere safe. Our house. Get the food to go. Have a nice lunch and calm down." Luann, I'm going to go for the swim in the beach. I'm going to go do my own thing. I'm going to go to the film where to take a picture with my poster. Loki, I would want to go take a picture if I had a poster as well. But I'd want to do that with my friends. It's a funny visual. It is it's funny. It's just a funny visual. Well, I understand it. Like I don't want to shit on Luann for it. But it's just such a funny visual because the way it's shot. And she's like staring she's trying at Marley. To be expressive yeah. too. She's like looking at it like, oh, oh my gosh. Wow, this poster. <laughs> and she's like taking it all in, soaking it all in. It's so dramatic. It's, it's so dramatic. And it's kind of like surreal. It doesn't seem, as Bethany said, human. Like Luann has become devoid of humanity. I think Lou is just in the full Lou zone right now. I think I said this last yeah. week. 
And you know what? That's okay. Lou is practicing quote-unquote self-care, which I'm not deriding at all. I think that's important. You know, having a drink here or there while you're... (laughs) Oh, sorry. Was that not self-care? Well, hey, sometimes a drink here and there is self-care, actually, which I think you would agree with. Oh, sorry. Was that a Rita Luann? Sorry. I forgot that she, you know, broke her probation. She's dining out on her sobriety. I think in the state that Luann is in right now, her grasp on her mental health is fragile, right? Clearly. I think just being on this show is actually a disaster for her. And she's asking for it to be the highest paid housewife next season. She wants $3.5 million. Okay, should we get into this now? Yes. About Lou? Yes. Okay. Because, let's talk about Look, Lou and Sonia and everything. Well, yeah. well you want to talk- Before we get into yeah. Lou and Sonia, since you brought up that whole pay raise thing, whatever you got to do in terms of- negotiating do your thing i don't really care okay is she worth 3.5 million i i don't think so no um because more than that, bethany because that would be the highest paid right highest paid Bethany's currently the highest paid so probably not no however hot take luann has had arguably the greatest six season run in reality tv history break it down I'll break it down. Season six. By the way, she had a great season five, but that season isn't so great. Season six is a great season, and Roni has been consistently great since then. So I'm going to start there. Season six. Luann is excellent. Say season six one more time. You said it like 12 times. Season six. Fantastic. She's a friend of that season, but she is so good that they actually have her participate in the entire reunion. Never been done before, never been done since for a friend of, right? Season seven, you have single Lou. She's hilarious. You have the iconic Turks and Caicos trip where she not only delivers Exile France, she delivers us Don't Be So Uncool, and she delivers us Not Really. Hilarious, right? Season eight, she goes to live with Sonia, suddenly starts dating Sonia's lover of 10 years, da- starts dating him within the season, gets engaged to him four weeks later, and by the second to last episode, if I'm not mistaken, finds out that this guy, Tom D'Agostino, cheated on her. You get this epic, iconic hour of television where she finds out, and it's just so visceral, so unreal, and she's like, I have to throw up, oh my God. And then season nine. She gets married to Tom D'Agostino, but that whole season is a shit show because everyone is trying to show Luann that Tom is constantly cheating on her. So you get a lot of moments there. Season 10, Luann goes to prison, goes to rehab. And then when she comes back, we talked about it all last season, right? Luann rising from the ashes like a phoenix, right? She just is hilarious. She's self-deprecating. It's fun now this season she has been grading no doubt she's been annoying as hell but it has driven the drama of this season to the point that we it culminates basically in this episode yes in what you have described as maybe a top five episode ever yes and we do not get that without luann's delusion so this is why i'm saying Yes, you hate Luann. I get it. Yes, you don't think she deserves to be one of the highest paid housewives. I get your 
distaste for Luan, but you have to admit, sh- this six-season run, without Luan, we don't have the highs of the highs that we have gotten with Roni. Luan is inextricably tied to the highs of the highs of Roni. No, and I mean, every show needs a villain, and Luan has filled that role very well. Beautifully. Beautifully. Every show needs a villain. I agree. And she's done a tremendous job but of being you want the villain her off for the, the last... you want her off the show. I For multiple reasons, she should be off the show. First and foremost, for her mental health. Okay, for her own... Yes, okay, so, well, that's a different conversation, okay? For her own sake, she clearly shouldn't be on the show because, as I was trying to illustrate earlier, in this situation with Sonia, Luann doesn't have, even have the capacity to empathize with her. She is so in her own head... She needs to practice this self-care so she could stay sober and do her own thing. So she can't even grasp what Sonia's going through emotionally because she actually, I really believe this, Eddie, needed to go swim. She just needs to be in her own world. I'm not justifying it. I'm just saying. That's that's what she needs to do. Yeah, She doesn't she... even have the emotional intelligence in this moment to do it, to like connect with another human being. She just needs to do the Lou thing. She needs to be in the Lou zone. I need to go to my AA. I need to swim. I need a massage. I need my hairdresser. I need to go to AA. I need to go to the beach. I need. She just needs to go be on repeat. She needs to do her little loop. Otherwise, she may be driven to drink because of all like the drama and these different variables that she can't control. That I agree with. If you talk about it from that perspective, yes. But from like an impact perspective... How can you say Luann hasn't been fruitful for this show's success? No, I think this, I mean, she has been one of the driving storylines for, like you said, the last six seasons. I just despise her and think she is a foul person. Um, which. Welcome to just, reality TV, Eddie. Just, Welcome I, to reality TV. And trust me, I know you, I mean, you have your feelings about Sheena. I have my feelings about Lou. We all, <laughs> we all fight our own battles. We choose Don't our battles. Don't ever compare Lou to Sheena. We, what, what drama has Sheena delivered in six seasons? I'm just saying. <laughs> Next to none. I'm just saying. Rob Valletta. I'm just saying. Sheena is a lot more like Luann than you think. Both delusional of their own grandeur. But one gives me great TV and the other doesn't. The other one doesn't get great TV because the rest of the cast members shut her out. So just calling a spade a spade. But we need to talk. We need to talk about Let's get back on episode. Because, yeah. So Sonia and Luann have a little bit of a tiff. It's about the AA. It's fine. Luann does not believe that Sonia was really that upset. But the real crux of the whole episode comes at dinner. And I think we just need to dive into the dinner because... That will just answer all of our questions. Um, well, it starts off. Tinsley goes to Barton G by herself to go meet with a boy, which I love this cute drunk Tinsley because she was like making out with him. And Bethany's like, she's been here for 20 minutes, just already making out with the guy. And she's like, yeah, I'm f-. she said she was a kissing slut, which I love because that's such a flirty, dirty thing to be where it's like, oh, yeah, I'll kiss you. But like, no, no. <laughs> Vintage Tinsley, right? If you're not, I mean, my thing is if you don't kiss on the first date, then there's no going to be no second date. For real? For real. And you either need to show your interest or step away. Wow. So you are a kissing slut. You know what? <laughs> you know, I've locked a few lips. <laughs> so everyone's there. Everyone. It's really funny because Ramona stays back to be there for Lou. So Lou's not by herself. And so Ramona and Luann get stuck in a car together. Everyone else is in the other car having a blast. Ramona and Luann are not talking to each other. Well, they're not really having a blast, but they are all bonding over hating Luann. Yeah, and Barbara's starting to get the confidence to say something to Luann, to finally let her know how she feels. Because 
Luann was her only ally in this house, and now she's not there anymore. She went out all day swimming. You know, she had to go look at her poster. She wasn't there <laughs> when, you know, Barbara was feeling... Down on herself. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Understandably, Barbara is upset because Lou really was her, like, strongest ally. But as we said... Lou just isn't in the place to be an emotional support for anybody. But <laughs> that's that's her own fault. Right. And she should be able to be. And that's where the problem lies. You cannot defend her and be like, oh, she just doesn't have the emotional stability to be there for someone. No, I'm not defending her. I just think this is where she's at. No, I agree. I And I, it's not a good place to be. I don't be. think she has the awareness. I don't know what's going on. You know, I'm not, I don't have the expertise. But... Clearly, I can see this is what's happening. She is so obsessed with taking care of herself. I actually think it's a big problem because that's not a way a person functions in society. <laughs> you have to have social interactions. She doesn't need it. She's Unless she becomes a hermit. But the thing is, she's on reality TV, so you're the opposite of a hermit. She's just crazy. Um, so Luann gets to dinner a little bit later than everyone else because everyone else has already ordered their appetizers. They're ready to go. Um, and she sits down and she's like, oh, you know, I you had a rush massage because, you know, I, everyone else had to get a massage first. And then, you know, the hairdresser couldn't do my hair because all you guys got your hair done. He was just so exhausted. Everyone's just looking at her and being like, well, this is your own fault because you went to, you know, the swim. You went to go see your thing. You know, it's it's your own fault that you're having to deal with this. And it's not about you all the time. And Barbara steps up. And says that she's upset with Lou because she stopped her life for Lou. She did everything. She dropped Which Lou everything. Lou admitted she, once yeah. upon a time. Luann said that herself. But today she was feeling alone, rejected. She was devastated that she was not getting along with the girls in the house. And all she wanted was a hug from Lou. And as Lu- Luann says that, or as Barbara says that to Luann, Luann goes, oh, well, bam, bam, let me come give you a hug. And everyone's like, well, stop. No, Barbara's trying to express to you how she's feeling. Let her talk. She does not need a hug right now. That's not what she's asking. She's saying she needed your emotional support today and you weren't there. And She's to- trying to put a Band-Aid on a massive wound. You got to let someone talk. You got to let them express themselves. And that's what Tinsley says. Tinsley tries to say, like, let her speak or something or slurs something in her words. And then goes, what did you say? Like being like, what was that? Like, oh, she said not studs speak? instead of stood. Yeah, you should have stood. She said you should have studs up for her. And Luann goes, what did you say? <laughs> like trying to be like, you're slurring your words. You're too drunk to even have a conversation. And that's when Bethany loses it. See, that's why, Eddie, I was saying earlier that I really do believe that those few moments that felt inconsequential ultimately informed this one. Yes. Because you saw Bethany re- react instantaneously and go, oh, don't do that to Tinsley. And... I feel like a little part of that was actually their developing bond in part because they are all kind of like creating this camaraderie because they have this common enemy. I said that earlier in regards to Barbara as well, right? There's this common enemy. There's this villain in Luann and they're all like commiserating over it. How can she be so selfish? How can she be so loose-centric? And when Luann does that and it's kind of the... It's the epitome. It embodies everything that's wrong with Luann right now. The smugness, the Mm -hmm. arrogance, the lack of self-awareness, right? Because how can you insult Tinsley for being a little tipsy when you yourself have 
gone through everything you've gone through in the past year because of your problem with alcohol, right? Yeah. Like, you once upon a time were slurring with the rest of them, right? Exactly. But you're in this situation now. and But now you're acting all high and mighty. mighty. When we all know that you're drinking, you know? And Bethany kind of calls her out on that a little bit. Right. Um. So, Bethany, so that, but that triggers Bethany. Yeah. Bethany is like, you're insufferable. All you care about is yourself. Uh, you're a sicko uh, you're, you're a sicko and she's like you never talked to me about Dennis and she's like yes I did she's like no you never did it's always been about you she's like I gave you I got you in early to rehab for free and you go and leave yep. to go do your cabaret and accused she's like, of her dining out on her sobriety yeah and and Luanne goes well look at you look at you and even Tilly chimes in and she's like no don't say look at you that's rude like she's trying to express to you how like everyone's like Sonia's crying. Ramona can't even speak. Dorinda's trying to be like, Luann, listen to her. Ramona actually says a few things. She's crying. Yes. She's like, this is so sad, Luann. You can't even see what's happening. This is so sad. And she, it's honestly, in, in part, one of the most entertaining things you'll ever see on TV. But it's also in part one of the most tragic. It's so dark. Tragic scenes. Yeah, because it's like. Luann has no idea. And Bethany is literally having a panic attack over this because it's all boiled over and she just can't control herself because at this point, Luann has done everything to destroy all the friendships around her because she cares so much about herself and everyone has been giving. And I felt bad for Bethany because this is exactly what happened with Carol. She gives, gives, gives to her friends. They don't reciprocate. And then when she calls them out on it, she's the bad guy. Well, it's like that one scene, right? In season nine or sorry, season 10 when Carol accuses Bethany of being a taker and Bethany's like, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm a taker uh, of you on trips. You know, I took you to whatever. I took you here. I took you and Adam to here. And she like lists all these places that she's taken Carol. And then she goes to steal a phrase from Dorinda. Carol is America's house guest. And it's this delusion that Carol was in. And now Luann is in where, they are so in their own head and so in their own point of view that I think in probably some ways Luann thinks, oh yeah, Bethany's constantly taking because she's always expecting something from me, right? Just expecting this level of um, decorum. Yeah. How can she expect this? Let me live. Let me be. Why are you Why are you pushing me like this, right? But they're not seeing the emotional toll that they are unloading on the other people, right? Yeah. They, and and how much the other people are having to do to keep you stable, to keep you flowing, to keep you going. And that's why it, it was so, oh my God, it was so emotional when, when Bethany's just like listing out, like, I got you in treatment. I A dentist helped, helped you with your legal situation. And then I talked to your kids. And then when you got super wasted and drive, drove drunk and almost killed your friends, I was there. And then when you were in negligee, and jumped into a cop's car? Is that what she said? Yeah. She like ran in a field and the cops had footage of it. She's like, I talked to the cops to have them remove the footage. And, and so they got didn't arrest you. With zero record to have them not take this down. And this, this is down. stuff we did not know. No, this is stuff we had Bethany no clue about. Bethany is literally like Dean Luann and being like, this is all the shit that you do. She's like, you dine out on your sobriety. She's like, use it as a crutch. But we basically know. she's saying, we all know. But now we said it. It's a but now we said it moment to the fullest and it's so intense. But Luann still can't see it because throughout the whole time she's saying, Oh, all this because I went swimming? Yes, and she's like, that's not the point. And that's I think when Ramona's crying and saying, This is so sad, you, you, you can't don't even see. see. 
She can't see. And and I think Dorinda at one point says something like, it's not about that. It's about the emotion. Look at how this is affecting Bethany, even if you don't think Bethany's 100% right. Clearly, there's something lost in translation here, Lou. Clearly. You can't think that everyone is against you. And in her, in her confessionals, she's like, oh, they're all brainwashing Barbara. They're all against me. They're all jealous of me. No. No. There is something wrong here. And I'm telling you, it's because Lou is so Lou-centric. Yeah. She just can't even think to think about other people. Exactly. You know, and, and when Bethany's talking about Dennis, he's in the grave. He's dead. You don't understand. Yeah. It's hard. Every day it's about you. Every day it's about you. And then that's when her chest, you could, t- you could tell, it's starting to cave in on her. Yeah. And she could barely breathe. And, and she's like, I don't even know what's going on. I don't even know what's, what's going on. She's freaking out. And Luann doesn't care. And we will see the rest of this play out because it was a to be continued. We will see the rest of Bethany's freak out. We will see Luann not care. And it looks like it gets even more intense in the second half. But that was honestly like one of the most incredible episodes I've seen in a very long time. Hands down. Easily. I mean, there was a level of emotional complexity that you rarely see on reality TV. Like you can barely write that. No, there's and, no way. From beginning to end, it was fant- It was a fantastic, it was a dark episode, a tragic episode, but it was great TV. And in some ways, you could never like write that, even for a prestige television show, because it's kind of like that idiom, right? Truth is stranger than fiction. It, it's just a series of events that seem so not real. The way Luann is so disconnected from reality. Yeah. And I really hope seeing this can be a wake-up call for her. Because um, otherwise, then she can't have social interactions. You know, people aren't going to fuck with you if you only care about yourself. That's, it's a dark place. Yeah, it's um, dark. But we will continue this episode next time on our Roni Recap as the episode continues. So if you guys don't want to miss that and hear... Armin defend Luann while I call her the trash that she is because money how don't am buy I you defending class. Um, make sure you guys are subscribed <laughs> on SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play Music, iTunes, or Spotify. Armin, how can people find you for your trash opinions? <laughs> you can find me at Armin Maram. Oh man. And you can find me for my delusion at Eddie <laughs> And if you want to follow Hot and Bravo because you love all the stuff that we put out, make sure you can uh. find us on Instagram and Twitter by searching hot and bravo. That's H O T and B R A V O D. I'm just joking, Armin. You know. Oh, I appreciate it. I know you're not Nothing joking, but, but love. I appreciate it. You know, it. I'll reach out. <laughs> I'll ask about Dennis. Will you give me a hug, Bam Bam? No, d- I, can't, I can't even do that right now. I don't. I need you away from me right now. All right, we'll see you guys next time.